Hi, everyone. Please consider leaving us a review where you listen to the podcast and also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. We would also love for you to consider joining the She Speaks community. It's free to join and you'll get the chance to have first access to surveys, giveaways, product reviews, sampling opportunities, and great content like this podcast. Visit SheSpeaks.com to join and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at SheSpeaksUp. back to the show. Hope you're all having a great week so far. So this episode is one that I think you're really going to enjoy. I also think you might find out about a new show that will be a great one to watch over the holidays if you happen to have some time off and you're looking for a binge-worthy Netflix show. I have with me on the show today Paige Mobley. She's an actress, a TV personality, a producer, and she was most recently seen on Netflix's Instant Dream Home, which I have to tell you, I do like a makeover show. And uh, this show is like no other makeover show, home makeover show you've ever seen. Basically, what they do, what, what Paige and her team do is they go in and they redo a home, a brand new home in 12 hours. No, not 12 days. 12 hours. So I talked with Paige today about her uh, experience being on the show, what that was like. I do think that she is, she has so much heart and that comes across on the show, but also she has had so much experience being on TV because she actually got her big break in 2016 when she became a contestant on America's Next Top Model for season 23. So she's gone on to do other things, bigger opportunities, and I think you're going to really enjoy hearing her story and hearing more about what is around the corner for her. So with that, I'm going to let you hear our conversation. We're going to jump right into it. Here we go. Paige, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Well, I am so excited to talk with you because I want to first start, we're going to get into your background, but I want to start with your show that is um, a hit show on Netflix. It's called Instant Dream Home, and it premiered in August. It sort of blew up, has done so well. And I, I have to say that I was like, oh, okay, it's a home makeover show. But then I watched an episode. And it's so much more than that. It is, it's different from other shows I have watched on home makeovers. And I do like a good home makeover show, but it has so much heart. Can you talk a little bit about the show first? Like what is the show and why is it different? Absolutely. So Instant Dream Home is a show where me and three gentlemen, we essentially meet a family at the beginning of every episode that have been through um, hardships or they're incredible in their community and we give them a brand new house in 12 hours, um, which sounds crazy and it's absolutely crazy. And, you know, the number one thing that we get from people is, is it real? Did it really happen this way? And yes, it is real. Um, it is very, very fast paced and very focused on getting to know these people, these families, what they've been through, what they do in the world. And we're sort of the vessel to making their dreams come true through their home. And we have a crew of upwards of 200 people. We plan months in advance so that when it actually is 
sort of install day, we're, we're ready to go. Um, it's pedal to the metal, all gas, until the family finally arrives at the end of the day and they see their new home. I mean, it's quite unbelievable what you're able to accomplish. And it's clear, as a viewer, I was like, oh, there must be so much prep that goes into this because you really have to know what you're getting into in order to renovate a home in that way in 12 hours. I mean, that's just, I mean, I, if anyone's done a renovation, they know 12 hours is like nothing happens in 12 hours. Well, and we've had, we've had so much conversation, whether it be like on, you know, Reddit forums or Twitter of people that are actually in the business who have been like, guys, come on with permits, with this, that, and the third, like how in the world are you guys pulling this off? And you're absolutely right. It is months of prep work. You know, you'll see in the show, we have um, sort of like these flashbacks to the warehouse and the warehouse was really like our command central. So that was where we spent multiple months before we even began shooting, preparing for this day. And, you know, I'm the first to admit that I among the team, I am the least qualified in this space um, because my my co-stars are so unbelievably talented and so uh, they're they're veterans in this space of home reto, whether it's in landscaping, construction, uh, interior design. But together, we had a lot of prep work and we had a huge team behind us. Tradespeople that are top of their field in Atlanta, Georgia, but from also around the country, around the world. Um, we had people that were on our team that were from huge HGTV shows and and all sorts of stuff. So it was it was a huge collaborative effort that really, I mean, there was so much thought and so much time that went into the prep before we actually ended up shooting anything. I want to talk a little bit though about what you bring to the show because, as you said, you know, you have a design expert, you have construction experts, all of that. And I think one of the things for me watching, I watched that first episode um, and you worked on a house uh, for someone, a two bedroom home, well, one and a half, one and a half bathrooms with, I think there were three people living in it. And then there was a baby on the way. And you had a moment at the very end with the woman who owned the home, Beth Ann. And in that moment, it's so clear that you had there were you you have so much authenticity and it was such a genuine touching moment where you know you had a chance to meet to talk to her she's the one that's one of the people surprised by the reveal and what happened and you have this moment with her that is so genuine and authentic i feel like in some ways you're kind of a you're like the heart of the show is that ring true for you i mean Lovely compliment. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. You know, so as the special projects coordinator, from the very beginning, it was made clear that I was the intention of my role on the show and in each project was that I was really to tie the family to the home, creating, you know, turning it from a house to a home in regards to sort of having an emotional connection with these families of bringing something personal into the space so that they felt like when they walked through the threshold that this is this is where i belong and this is this is where i should be and i think at times it wasn't so linear because a lot of people see me sort of as a jack of all trades and growing up i was raised by two home renovators so i'm very versed in all areas of the space and you know it was really my job to kind of bring the heart 
as much as I possibly could. And it's subtle on on occasion, but I think moments like that with Beth Ann, they, they were authentic and they were beautiful. And I, I'm a very emotional person. I have a background in theater and it was hard for me, I think, at times to disconnect emotionally from a lot of the projects and from the families because I was so deeply moved and a lot of my responsibility on the show was reliant on getting to know these people on a deep on a deep level and connecting with them in the home in that way. Yeah. Let's take a little bit of a step back to, I guess, what, about five or six years ago, 2016, when you were on season 23, right, of America's Next Top Model. You made it pretty far into the competition. Can you talk about what that experience was like and, you know, how that opened opportunities up for you? Sure. You know, I was growing up, I was originally from Birmingham, Michigan. I did community theater, musical theater in my hometown my entire childhood. And I decided that I wanted to be a Broadway girl and I wanted to go to college in New York City for musical theater, um, got into a wonderful program, Pace University, and, you know, sort of started conservatory style training. And while I was there, you know, a little side, a little side hustle, a little side money. I'm six feet tall. So I, I got into the modeling world and, you know, not very seriously or super intense, but just to make some side cash. And I was scouted, you know, in, in that time by some producers from America's Next Top Model on social media, which this was sort of the beginning, you know, 2013, 2014 was really the the sort of the threshold, I feel like, of Instagram and influencing. And, and so to be found in that way was really kind of exciting and different uh, at the time. And yeah, I did America's Next Top Model. I, from there, booked the show from casting and doing like a Zoom uh, interview. And it was an incredible experience. You know, I know a lot of people, a lot of top model alumni have different feelings about it. Um, I'm sure you've heard drama of this and that with Tyra or this. Um, but for me, my experience was really amazing. And it opened a lot of doors for me in my ultimate career, which is just being a performer and being in entertainment. And so to be able to be on a show that, in my opinion, is iconic in reality TV um, was was wonderful. And I made a conscious effort to behave myself. I will say that I, I, you know, my parents before I left to go be on the show were like, please just behave, you know, please no, no ridiculous reality TV moments, please, for the love of God. And um, I sort of came out unscathed. I, I behaved myself to the best of my ability and tried to have the most fun I could have because it was my first, you know, experience on a TV show where I was you know, sort of a series regular. I was on almost every episode um, up until, you know, the end. So it was a huge experience for me in my career, for sure. Yeah. Well, and and even there, I would say that you also, you were kind of the mom of the group, so yeah. to speak, right? In your season. And I think that's kind of consistent with what we were just talking about before, you know, kind of being that heart of um, of the show and that genuine and that, you know, that nature, that authentic nature kind of coming through. What do you think people get wrong about the modeling industry, just based on your experiences? You know, I got to be honest with you. I think in recent years, the, the, the real change in the modeling industry is what people have assumed right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I mean, it's disappointing to say the least, but it's true. I mean, a lot of what I experienced when I was in college and around that time that I was doing top model was very, it was struggling. I mean, you know, the, the stuff that you sort of heard about back in the day of girls and their eating habits and the, and the pressures to be very thin and the pressure to fit a specific beauty standard. I mean, those things were very alive and well when I was modeling in New York and I have to say, Ashley Graham was a uh, judge on my season, and she was a huge pioneer for change in the industry. And it's been really nice growing up, you know, really coming into my adulthood and looking back on that time and realizing that girls that are coming up that want to be models now are not going to have to go through some of the things that I had to go through and experience back then. And it feels really, really wonderful in a way. It's kind of like, wow, things, things can change for the better. And in my experience, I think that the modeling industry has changed for the better. Well, and I think possibly one of the other elements is that the talent, the models have their own social media platforms, right? Most models are building a social media platform. So they have followers. And with that comes some power, which is I think that's what maybe what was lacking in in the industry before is that the models did not have that power. But now I know a lot of brands when they hire a model, when they're looking for people, you know, who am I going to hire? They are looking for a familiar face and that social media following is a big part of it. And so with that comes then some power, I think, for the talent, which maybe didn't exist before. 100%. I I, I feel like it's a really one of the ways that social media has been for the better, in my opinion, is it's given a lot of people that were voiceless a voice. And I think that in the modeling industry specifically, so often you were sort of characterized or put into a box of, you know, you're just a pretty face. You know, you don't have an opinion, you don't have something to say. And then you have the upswing with social media of people like Ashley Graham and Iskra Lawrence and and multiple plus size models, as well as regular models that are like, no, I have something to say here. I have a voice and I want to be a part of a narrative, especially a narrative that is going to be impactful and good for, for future generations, for younger women. And it's, I think that we've seen it impact far beyond the modeling industry, but it's been wonderful. It's really, you know, in a way it's healed my heart <laughs> in a lot of ways to sort of see it change because I remember being that 19 year old girl who would pound the pavement in New York and take my, my comp card and uh, pray that when I'd walk into the open call that they wouldn't, you know, ask me to leave. It's so it's, it's really, it's been, it's been lovely to witness from the sidelines and, and also to be a part of So you've shifted, right? You were in the modeling world. um, But actually, prior to that, you were involved in, you said musical theater was something that was interesting to you. You were getting some roles on television shows like Gossip Girl and Socially Awkward. How do you see, I mean, I'd love to get your perspective too on how things have changed in the entertainment industry because you were there before, like probably pre-social media being a big part of, you know, somebody's voice. And now you're back in that world, right? You did the modeling, you're back in the world of, you know, entertainment. You know, how has that experience changed? Because you were so young when you started out in the industry. So, you know, with the Me Too movement and with everything that came out and happened with Harvey Weinstein, I feel like 
there has been a, like I said, a huge upswing specifically with women in the entertainment industry in regards to us having more, more say so, more autonomy. And it's been lovely to come up in that era. I mean, I think that, you know, you're right. When I started and when I first booked, you know, that small role on Gossip Girl when I was, you know, only 18 years old to now being, you know, the lead on a, on a Netflix show, so much has, has happened and has changed in the world and in the entertainment industry specifically that has been beneficial for females. And it's huge to be kind of a part of that movement and to have come up during it because I've gotten to benefit. You know, I've been able to have more of a say-so in the audition room or in regards to my social media. I've been able to be more transparent about things. And and it's been so large (laughs) in regards to how much has changed. It's almost difficult to wrap my mind around it, but I'm very lucky that I've been sort of involved in the conversation. So you've also in 2019, which my goodness, like you still have you're still so young. You have so much runway ahead of you. You co-founded East End Entertainment, which is a production company where you're really focusing on female directors, characters, and stories. Why was this mission? Why was that important to you? And and where do you see things going? Absolutely. Well, yeah. In 2019, my best friend Carol and I were sitting on my bed in my apartment, and we were moved. I was moved by her talent. She came from Mad River Pictures. She was a producer. She was working under Mark Butan. And now I could just see her talent on sort of the business and analytical side of entertainment. And I was bringing forward a creative side. I have always been a concept person. I've always been a creative that has wanted to tell stories. I've always wanted to be involved in entertainment in the creative way, you know, in front of the camera, behind, whatever. And together we said, you know, we're seeing what's happening with Hello Sunshine. We're seeing what's happening in, you know, the modeling industry with Ashley Graham, this, that, the third. We're seeing what's happening with the Me Too movement. And we want to be a part of this narrative. We want to be a part of change. And we want to be a part of something that not only fulfills us creatively, but is making good change in the world. And we believe that media is wildly a part of that. You know, if you can tell fantastic stories that reach the masses, you can change the world. And we together in the last X amount of years that we've been in business have really made huge strides. There are huge things that are about to happen that I wish I could spill all the beans on. It's really just right here. But we are making huge strides that I feel are so much deeper than just you know, a movie or a TV show. We feel like we're really, we're, we're doing a justice to women. We want our films and we want our characters and we want our crews to be reflective of the dynamic women that we are and the dynamic women that we surround ourselves with. So you have an upcoming film, Love Virtually. Can you talk about the film, what the experience was like? Yes. Love Virtually, uh, we shot at the peak of COVID, which sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Um, This was a movie that was my first rom-com. It was my first rom-com lead, which I was very excited about. I've always been a huge fan of Jennifer Garner, Cameron Diaz, you know, all of the classic uh, romantic comedies of the early 2000s that kind of shaped me when I was a kid. So it was really exciting for me to get the opportunity to play um, sort of a romantic comedy lead, which I've always been like a bucket list item. So it was exciting. But shooting the show or shooting the movie in the middle of COVID 
um, it was strict. I mean, we were wearing masks, we were wearing face coverings, we were wearing gloves. I mean, it was a very interesting set to be a part of because I had never shot a film during a pandemic before. So it was, you know, a challenge. But the film is essentially a rom-com that is very similar in the style of like Valentine's Day, where there's multiple different characters and multiple different plot lines that all intersect with one another. And the most dynamic, I guess, about the film is that it is part live action and part um, animation CGI style, sort of in the realm of the metaverse. That is so cool. It's very cool. It's very different. And like, I think that I was telling the filmmakers, like, I think that people that are sort of like really into like the Comic-Con, Star Wars, like that whole side of the industry are going to love this film. But it's also like a fabulous romantic comedy and it stars, I mean, Sherry O'Terry, who's a total legend from SNL. You mean you have Steven Koblaski, who is just a legend in and of itself. Um, so there's there's tons of people in this film that are fantastic. So there's really going to be something for everybody. But it's unique. It's different. And I love the fact that the story behind filming it is so cool too because it it added just a little bit of um a little something special into the covid experience which you know i guess we could all use and when does the film come out we don't know actually so i'm sure it's coming out within the next year but every time that i ask the filmmakers i'm like when is the release date they're like it's coming but this is a huge movie to edit (laughs) well i'm excited i can't wait to hear more about that and when it's coming out so what is next for you what are you excited about I'm really excited about East End Entertainment, honestly. Um, we have, they announced, Deadline announced earlier this year, a film that we're doing called The Redo, starring Emerald Tobia. She is the lead on With Love on Amazon. And it is a romantic comedy that I came up with, created the story for, um, on a road trip back home to see my parents. And I said to Carol, who's my producing partner, I said, have you ever thought about all of the different guys that you've ever been with, you know, whether you've dated or hooked up with whatever. And she said, I mean, yeah, sure. And I said, what if you could have a redo with one of them? If you could do it all over, would you do something differently in hopes that maybe it would have turned out different? And she was like, that's a movie. And from there, we got a writer, we really developed the story. And now we are very excited and hopeful to go into production of that film next year. And it's it's exciting. Like this is exactly why I got into the industry was to be a storyteller and to sort of allow my creative juices to flow and to tell female stories that feel relevant and fun. And like every girlfriend you've ever had could be like, wait a second, I, I vibe with that, you know, or that sounds like something I would watch, you know? And so it's it's an exciting time. And there's another very, very large project that we are about to announce for East End. So please keep your eyes peeled on us. Well, that is a great segue into if people want to follow and figure out what all the new projects you're doing, what is the best way for them to follow you? Sure. My social media across the board is just at Paige Mobley on any social if you can't find me on that platform, it's because I'm not on it, because I swear it's at Paige Mobley, first and last name everywhere. And then for East End Entertainment, you can find us online at eastend-entertainment.com or eastend period entertainment on Instagram. Paige, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. I am so impressed with what you've done and you still 
have so much ahead of you and I can't wait to see what you do next. So thank you for spending this time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. My first podcast experience in the books. Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is just to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to the show. You don't have to write a review. You can just leave us one of those five-star ratings. And that is really the best way to support the show so we can bring you more great content. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you're an influencer or a brand that wants to work with us, please feel free to email us at info at Until next time.